Welcome back to Talking to You with me. Uh, no co-host today. Mr. President William Klepper is out. Unfortunately, he can't be with us, so I'll be on. I'll go through our sports as usual, and then I'll have star football player Brandon Nicholson on. And I guess it's also the time of season where he's a star basketball player as well. Uh, but for the remainder of the season, we'll refer to him as a football player. Starting off um, quick, signing day was November 8th, this Wednesday. Um, shout out to Hudson Schiff, who signed to play baseball at Samford. Congratulations to him. Good luck, uh, not only this season, but the next four at Samford. And also T. Perry made a verbal commitment via Instagram to UT Chat. Um, so congratulations to both those guys. Next, a sport we don't get to bring up often, but when we do, it's a big deal, fencing. Uh, fencing had the Junior Olympic qualifiers uh, to qualify for the JOCs in Charlotte in February. In foil, Soren Johnson, Henry Fan, Ari, Rex Levy, Amrit Chakravarti, uh, all qualified. In Epe, Kushal Patel, Soren Johnson again, Oscar Liu, Joshua Dong, Palmer Howie, and Michael Liu. And then in Sabre, Ruchiel Kamaravelli, Ishan Potnik, and Alan Zoe, and Henry Fan. So congratulations to those guys. Uh, it's a big commitment. Uh, Clever and I have talked about before. They've got a pretty nice facility down below the science building, Olympic level. Um, and those guys, they have practice, I believe, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, around, around the clock, excuse me, um, around the calendar all year. And then Kushal Patel, I know, has a few offers, um, or at least interests, and he'll definitely be fencing in college, uh, helping him get into a Ivy potentially. I know Penn and Columbia both have really, uh, really good fencing uh, programs. Next, bowling. Bowling moved to 2-1 and one on the year after a win versus Briarcrest on Tuesday. That final score was 18-9. Alex Young showing off again. Uh, hopefully you all heard that interview with him last week. He's a stud. Um, so he's been doing great. And then we play Harding next Tuesday, the 14th. Um, if those guys can win that, they'll be at second in the region and have a pretty secure spot to where we'd end up needing probably another win for CBHS um, to avoid tiebreaker. Uh, I mean, we don't have to mark SBA as a loss necessarily right now, but after the Harding, we would do SBA, CBHS, Briarcrest, Harding in that order. Uh, SBA is a, a rough match as usual, so if we could get CBHS, Briarcrest, and Harding, we'd secure our seat for state. And that'd be a big deal for those guys. Bowling team hasn't been to state in a while. Uh, this would be Coach Sud's first time leading the boys to state. Now we're going to get into our interview with Brandon Nicholson. Brandon, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So starting off, we'll talk about basketball. Both of us are basketball players. You obviously aren't going to be able to play until two weeks after the last football game, correct? Uh, most likely, yeah. Yeah, so if that's uh, – well, we're going to go ahead and act like that's December 1st, the state game. Um, so he wouldn't be – you wouldn't be back until December 15th, correct, in April right yeah. Yeah, so last year played five games. You came to the season with a football injury. 
Um, the team was strong, but then we got back. We got you back uh, after Christmas. You were able to play at Christmas, though, weren't you? Probably so. Yeah, it, it was just a little, <laughs> little bit of controversy there. Um, and then we got back, had five games, uh, probably averaged what in high teens throughout that time. Fifteen as well. You know, don't you? <laughs> I don't you can say it. I don't. No. Uh, uh, and then this off season, Brandon's been with us as much as he can be, uh, but. During June, when we play a lot of our games, you play all of them, but then that practices, you're, he's mostly with football. Uh, had to make some sacrifices for some college visits, possibly for June basketball. I yeah. did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, as we mentioned, Brandon is a Stanford commit for football. It's his second interview on Talking to You. Uh, basketball is coming up pretty quick. I uh, got the East High Invitational this Saturday. Uh, we were going to play Whitehaven and Jonesboro, and I guess now we're playing Whitehaven and Carterville. Carterville. Uh, Whitehaven's a solid team. Yeah. <laughs> Saw that this summer. <laughs> For sure. Uh, we don't have Brandon or Mackay. And then Jackson Ransom uh, torn MCL? ACL, I believe. Torn ACL this summer at a Wash U camp, uh, recruiting camp. Uh, so he'll be out most, most likely the rest of the season. Um but this will be these will be some good games this weekend uh, at East. East. Have you ever played in East Gym? I have not. No. A ball don't miss for me in East Gym. <laughs> <laughs> East Gym's nice. They got it's like the it's like older. They've got that wooden bleacher. You ever seen that video on like Bleacher Report, ESPN? That cheerleader doing all those flips. Yeah. And then running to bleachers. Uh-huh. That's East High. East okay. High. Um, wooden and it's got like the high windows up top, so it's got good lighting. Um, a uh, guy that a lot of people work out with, Javante Holmes, who used to be East coach uh, alongside Penny and then took over the uh, head role when James Wiseman was there. Uh, trains a lot of guys from Memphis. A lot of a lot of Hoopers have been in that gym. Um, and then season start next week. Uh, do you have any have any takes on the beginning of the season for the basketball team? Uh, obviously, it's unfortunate I can't be there. It's still uh, occupied with football. But, man, I'm excited to see uh, – See this team, you know, get started. We have a lot of guys that uh, haven't played on varsity before. Are gonna get a chance to, you know, prove themselves, especially at the beginning. So I'm just excited to kind of see how the team, you know, gets a good start off. Yeah. Um, Tuesday's versus Booker T. Washington. They've got a pretty. They've got a really good big. Uh, how tall was he this summer? We played him this summer. We did. Kinda... Uh, six, four, five, maybe. He's taller than that. <laughs> six, eight. Six, eight. Sure. Oh, oh, yeah. Booker I know T. You're talking about. I know yeah, you're talking about. six, eight, probably. Uh, and then they have that like platform classic thing where they played Moravian prep, and he won like player of the game or something. I didn't I saw, know about that. Though. I saw, yeah, <laughs> a few blocks. Of course, those games are different. You can't really, yeah. you got to take that with a grain of salt. Uh, and then Friday, a big one versus Ridgeway, uh, star on that team, Marlon. He, uh, former teammate of yours. Yeah, AAU teammate. Yeah, describe his game a little bit. Yeah, he's he just a, a pure scorer, you know. All three quick. levels. Yeah. And then and then he'll step back and launch it. <laughs> He's quick. It's going to be a challenge. Uh, both those games next week. Uh, Ridgeway basketball is not quite like the football team. No. No. Mm-mm. One thing that uh, – like a, lo- a common misconception, and Brandon, uh, tune in on this, that I've found is like guys, especially around school and parents that aren't dual players – or guys that aren't really in the basketball program or have never really – played it uh that competitively seem to think like if your football team's bad mm-hmm. your basketball team's yeah. bad when 
really it's not related not (laughs) yeah because you need what four guys four good guys to be good at basketball and then some other guys to just kind of be able to play uh in football you need 22 (laughs) like 20 guys uh so if like you've got a stud um and then you know maybe two big guys who are decent and then just some other random guys you'll be a good team and ridgeway has definitely more than that this year Mm -hmm. Uh, and they've got a what so- sophomore junior guard who's pretty good with those goggles we played last year. I believe he's a junior this year. Yeah, so, and he's pretty good. He's probably six six now or something. Uh, and they've got some length. We've always played them there. I'm glad we're playing them here. Their gym's a little weird lighting, uh, but it gets rowdy. Uh, and then so we'll have Ridgeway next Friday. Uh, last year the team was nineteen and eleven. Big part of that was uh, not having Brandon. Uh, when Brandon was in, what we uh, well we did lose FACS form didn't mm-hmm. we? But we swept the uh, region, region series yep. when he was in, and we played Central as well. Then we had the MLK Classic, uh, finished by what? How did we win that game? Off two two free throws, we won that game. Did, did you make the free throws? I think so. I think <laughs> I did. Uh, uh, tough schedule, and this year's is very tough as well. I've got a few highlights for uh, games this year. Starting off with Ridgeway game next Friday. Uh, they've been ranked a top 10 team in the city. Um, and like we said, like you've got to come out and win this one because everybody expects you to. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So we've got we've to come out and do that. And then I've got marked down ECS December 1st, which is a Friday after Black Friday, a week after Black Friday. So it's that first week we're back. And that's going to kind of – ECS got some – they're a young team this year. They've got – I don't know the names of those two. Did both of those guys stay? I believe so. Yeah, and so last year they had – their team wasn't super strong, but they had two really good guards who are pretty tall. How tall would you say they are? Uh, both of them are at least 6'3". And one of those guys gets up. Oh. <laughs> like, like I, well, for the game last year, Barrett and Reed were like, we're not jumping. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, so we'll be doing that, uh, playing them. They'll, be, they'll have a good team, real young, uh, but still a real solid team. And then in the Battle of the Bluff, uh, which is a little earlier this year, the next Thursday, uh, December 7th, we play East. Uh, and East will be a solid team. Uh, last time, well, we played East in the summer two summers ago. That was when Billy was there, Elijah, all them. And we took that game, which was a big game. But the MLK Classic, my, our sophomore year, you were on the team. We lost to East. And we it did, was yeah. a weird Monday game. It was. Uh, and we ended up playing them here. Yes, it got moved for some reason, right? Yeah, I think I think it might have been snowing kind of the days prior, so. Yeah, so just got. Uh, but they're they'll be a solid team. They'll be really good. Uh, some coaching changes, but they'll they're always going to provide a good team. Not quite the team when they have the Lawsons and Wiseman, but it'll still be really good. So we'll play FACS on December twenty first, the first day of break in Little Rock Christian. December twenty second, the second week of break. Both those teams we lost to last year, um, FACS in the form. Uh, did, were we, did we lose by one? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, we ended up losing by one. Uh, um, we're playing Houston in the form this year. Uh, that was a weird. F, like, they weren't a great shooting team, and we were a pretty good shooting team, and we yeah. got hurt by that the extended long, three point line. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but they're they're they were a good team, uh, penetrate real well. They've got they've got some young guys who are really good. Coach Spain's a uh, new addition to the basketball team. 
uh, who's a new JV coach and uh, assistant for the basketball varsity team. Uh, his son played there last year, was a good player. So we've now uh, added Spain to our coaching staff for his wisdom. Uh, and then Little Rock Christian was not a pretty game last year. Not at all. <laughs> we had So we had gone up to Little Rock to play Little Rock Central, a team with a four-star named the Norbotang, who, I mean, was their best player, but they were a star-studded team. Uh, and then four guys around them, really five or six guys around them who were just studs. Mm-hmm. And we, we lost that game, a tight game. About right? three. Mm-hmm. We went to OT with them. Was that that? I think so. Yeah, we went to overtime with them. And uh, we had traveled up that day, I think, yeah. And then it was it was snowing the next day. And so they moved the – we get, like, knocks on the door. <laughs> like, wake up. We're about to go play Little Rock Christian. And uh, I think they were they were a little – they were woken up pretty quickly too. But, I mean, dude, that one got out of yes, here fast. That was bad. There are a few videos. So like <laughs> like mixtapes. When you see mixtapes on Bleacher Report of high school, it's like it's – like, that's who they're playing. They were playing us <laughs> on that day. We were not – it was not a great day for us. Um, and, I mean – Jackson Ransomwell shout out got dunked on. I mean head tap. Uh and then uh another uh, we're gonna get into the region and I've got highlighted here February sixth at Walnut Grove. We've got two away games versus those guys versus purple and gold. Uh which would be big. That's a tough environment to play in. Oh, that's a lot of fun. You need to take need to, need to win all those. And then at Briarcrest, we have Briarcrest and SBA twice at home this year. So we play all region teams three times. Uh, and then uh, at Briarcrest is a rough one as well. Oh, they're, they're a student section. They might have the rowdiest student section. I guess you didn't play at Briarcrest last year. I didn't. But you did yourself. Mm-hmm. Do you have a take on who Who do you think has the worst opposing? Hey, it might be Germantown. Germantown was pretty. They were they, they were pretty last hype. year. They've they got this. Hype. What's the uh, what's that small afro? Oh, I forget his name. I know. I know you're referring to. Yeah, though. and I mean, there's a. I'm gonna brag a little bit. Like I like crossed him up a little bit, <laughs> and we. I tossed it to West, and West missed the three. I almost went in, and I mean, on the way back down the court, I'm hearing his name just getting flamed by a student section man. They, but who would you say out of Briarcrest, Walnut Grove? And SBA, who's the roughest in section? Or do you? Purple the purple, the purple, purple team. team. <laughs> yeah, those guys, they're always uh, a little bit more rowdy just with the, the rivalry in itself. But Briarcrest, man, it's, those guys that. are nasty. Last year, last <laughs> year, guys, they, like. They were on us in the pregame. Yeah, they knew my phone number. <laughs> we, phone yeah, number. we came out there early. JV had won. Um, yeah, buzzer beat, I think. Yeah, One of those so, games. but that game was like over with like 30 minutes for our game. It was so early. we had a long warm-up. And we were out there, and dude, I, Barrett Sexton caught a lot of strays, <laughs> and I caught a lot of strays. And they're like playing Reed Show on TikTok <laughs> on the man, they're good. Uh, and then Senior Night versus MHEA is our second to last game. It's a Tuesday, February 13th. I uh, need to take that one. MHEA still has that big dude, I think. He's like a six year senior. Uh, and then the last regular season game is at home versus Walnut Grove again, which would be big. Um, we'll probably be deciding some seating. Hopefully not, but maybe deciding some seating going into the playoffs. Uh, now let's get into football. 
here what we're here for so we're gonna go back to our rapid fire questions you know all right you know how those go we've got yeah. we've mixed them up a little bit or a good bit to try to trick you a little <laughs> so you tell me when you're ready I'm ready all right uh, middle name tyler max bench 200 birthday october 17th done five celebrity crush oh beyonce <laughs> how long would it take <laughs> you to run 100 miles Wow. Uh, let's go. It's so twelve hours, maybe. Twelve hours? Is that good? Are you kidding? No, me? I'm tripping. Right? I'm tripping. hundred miles, like four a miles, four minutes. A mile is not four minutes. A good mile. Brandon, you can't run a mile in four minutes. I didn't say I could. I said a good mile. <laughs> uh, hundred miles. Boy. Let's say what three hours? That sounds better. Three hours, a hundred miles. I'll probably walk halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> After this, we're going to look up. We're going to come back. How long, like, the markers. Uh, favorite sport? Football. LeBron or Jordan? LeBron. Uh, Wilson or O'Kelly? I got to go with O'Kelly. <laughs> uh, Makai or Miles? Oof. Interesting. Football season, I got to stick with my safety, my right. DB safety, Makai. Yeah. Uh, biggest superstition? I really don't have any, honestly. Favorite basketball teammate? The one sitting across from me. Thank you. Uh, mom or dad? I had to say my mom because I know my mom. She probably actually cares. Yeah. <laughs> Favorite fast food restaurant? Chick-fil-A. Favorite polygon? It's triangle. Favorite polynome? I actually don't know what that is. Yeah. Stanford? I don't. Be they're gonna, this is what they're going to ask I'll you on campus. Be honest. Uh, it's like a word that can be spelled the same back and front. And don't say race car. Oh, okay. I have no clue what's on my head. All right. Uh, no, best no 19th century English poet. Okay, with the academic questions today. <laughs> 19th century English poet. Thompson would probably, even though he's just bird lit, he would not be happy with me. Don't know yeah. me. No. Uh, mine's John Dunn. Uh, <laughs> best fictional series. I was a big fan of the the spy series. I believe maybe it was called I Spy when I was in elementary school. I spy. Uh, favorite spell from Harry Potter. Not a Harry Potter guy at all. Okay. Really? Never read a book or a movie. And then uh, Clepper would want me to ask this, ask this. Is Five Guys a fast food restaurant? I don't know. I mean, I think I wouldn't consider it like a, a regular no, 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 restaurant. But like if you're if you're defining it as in fast food or not, what do you put? I think it has to be fast food. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Clever <laughs> Clever and I get I think last time we talked about ten minutes. Two, really? Two episodes ago maybe. <laughs> uh I mean it's a big but here's my if you if it's always brought to you in takeout form, it's always brought to you in a bag. Yeah. Like, there is no dining in option. Like, that you can't dine in. Yeah. I mean, it's brought you in a bag. <laughs> um, and I don't like the no drive through. Like, I mean, that's, that was what I was thinking. Like, a lot of fast foods do have drive through so like. Yeah. I see. I don't love that argument because, like, Torchies, I bring this up every episode as well. But, I mean, yeah, Corky's a restaurant, though. Yeah. So, yeah. That's fair. See, that's what I'm saying. Fair card argument. Yeah. Right, now we're going to get into the. I have a nosebleed. Back from the uh, <laughs> nosebleed. 
some things you, Brandon, just some things you got to do for a podcast that you don't see in other <laughs> Dedication. sports. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the Knoxville Catholic, six and five record on the season. Three losses are against Baylor, McCauley, and Lipscomb, who are all ranked above us. No, Lipscomb's not. No. Uh, Baylor and McCauley are ranked above us in the state. Uh, other two are versus Innsworth and NBA, two teams that we fought very competitively with. Uh, like I mentioned, they're a very deadly team. Uh, even having a record standing at almost 500. And last week, a dominating win versus Father Ryan, 37-14. to 14. MUS, of course, is coming off a of bye week. Uh, you know the series versus Knoxville Catholic? No clue. 1-0 and versus them. Wow. Uh, 2019 playoffs. That's uh, all, all we have. Um, now we can get into some real questions. The rapid fire unit did too. No, I didn't. No. To be honest. No. Yeah. Maybe we'll have you on again. Redemption. <laughs> Tra- Are you on track this year? Uh, that's to be determined. Yeah. By Rogers. <laughs> Hopefully by me. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, so first off, Brandon, congratulations on a fantastic regular season, uh, winning the region and earning a first round bye. Uh, you and I both know many people were not expecting this three months ago. Uh, and what do you, so what do you think the team uh, has done? What do you think has compelled y'all to really strap down and attack each and every day, each and every game? Yeah, um, you know, seniors met even, you know, last year, starting to talk about this year and how we'd, uh, you know, want to, you know, approach it. And especially with the adversity we faced in the summer, brought us closer together, we, you know, we really bought into the system, so we really just had one mind and one goal in mind, just to you know string together some wins and really have a real productive season. So it's been great so far. Obviously, we still have a, a good bit of work to do, but so far, I mean, we've we done really well. Yeah. Uh, this we haven't had two weeks off in the season in which we've had practice this whole year. Uh, we had the bye week during fall break. Uh, but we weren't practicing during fall break. So has practice changed any of the last two weeks, uh, having, you know, extra time to prepare? Uh, you know, with the with the bye week, uh, still definitely got some good good uh, time of practice, just, you know, not necessarily knowing who we're going to play, so not as much necessarily scout work. But uh, definitely we use that time to get some more conditioning in so we can be prepared for this week. So this week, you know, game week, playoffs, you know, the intensity turns up a little bit. And so everybody's been locked in, focused, and uh, ready and excited to get out there and play. Yeah. Um, there hasn't been any. Like, there's no joking right now. Team's pretty locked in from the sense I get. Y'all y'all lift sometimes after basketball. Uh, right now, obviously, you and McCarr aren't with us. Uh, but as an outside view, it doesn't seem – like you see some teams, uh, lacrosse, for instance, like that first round they have is like a gimme yeah. some games. Uh, so there, it's not like a – I'm not saying they're not locked in totally, but uh, especially I mean, Cummings. Cummings is a pretty serious guy, but uh, with Towner, it wasn't as like those guys seem like all right. We're winning this game. These football players understand that they've got to come. Uh, Knoxville Catholic's a pretty deadly team. Uh, speaking of Catholic, what you know? What are their strengths? Uh, what and what are some areas we're going to be trying to take away from them? Yeah, offensively, uh, they have a, a focal player they like to go through. We line them up receiver, running back, put them in wildcat. So uh, our goal is definitely to kind of you know uh, find out where he is on the field and identify him. And then uh, offensively, we just have to execute. We've done a, a rather rather good job this year of not turning the ball over as much. 
And so if we can just string together drives, get some good yards down the field, take time off the clock and put points on the board and just, you know, get things rolling, I think we should be able to take care of business. Yeah. Um, what do you think maybe Catholic isn't great at and we need to really exploit? Um, this is, I'm kind of setting up, you know, a bulletin board material response. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if I'll give you bulletin board, but, uh, you know, um, I think it's more so about focusing on our strengths. I mean, uh, it's kind of cliche, but just honestly, I mean, our, our past game has been uh, good this season for us. You know, Brady has been very good coming into stepping into a big role this year. And defensively, I mean, we've been one of the best defenses in the state, in my opinion. And so as long as our defense plays well, gives our offense, you know, good field position, I think we'll be straight. You uh, spoke about y'all's strengths and uh, mention how well the defense has done, which is certainly something the team's been able to rely on, uh, not just this year, but the past two years, really. Um, are, is there anything else you would point at and say the team has done you know, very well, been proficient in those areas uh, that we need to keep up for the playoffs? Yeah, um, I kind of mentioned it earlier, and it goes both ways with you know taking care of the ball on offense, not turning over, but then also forcing turnovers on defense. And so, you know, in special teams, special teams actually is the area that we um, have struggled with at times, especially with the uh, kick returns, especially last year specifically. And so, you know, when our defense is playing, when our offense is playing well, that special teams unit has to really come together and make it make our football team really a good three-phase team. So, you know, in the playoffs where one play can really get you, the uh, special team is going to be that much more important. Yeah, so that was, that was my next question. Uh, you know, what's something the – team needs to step up so you'd say special teams there is there anything else uh, yeah I mean it's not necessarily that special team hasn't been doing a good job but I just think the the emphasis on it is just that much you know larger and emphatic so uh, that's definitely a, a area we focus on yeah um, Knoxville Catholic has proven uh, as we've seen you just can't count them out uh, and you know they're a bipolar team so to say uh, have we made any adjustments and what we are going to do this week or been emphasizing anything extra to kind of prevent some, like you uh, alluded to earlier, just big momentum plays that can kind of take a playoff game away from you? Uh, I think our adjustments, not, they've more so been focus-wise. You know, we've we've fallen behind in games such as like Father Ryan. And like you said, their team, if they get high, they get like a lead like that, I mean, we, we might not be able to come back from it. So I believe that um, definitely like, our broadcast game was we had a really great start, and if we can come out starting like that on all cylinders, we'll be really good. All right, well, Brandon, that's all I've got for you. Um, good luck tomorrow, or excuse me, good luck tonight. Uh, we'll be watching, cheering y'all on, um, and thanks for coming on. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yeah. Usually, I. Uh, be asking Clepper to tell us the theme, but I think it's white out this week. Uh, white out student section. Hopefully, we'll have some color bombs. Uh, come out, students. Uh, come support the guys in round two of the playoffs. Uh, if we win this week, we'll probably be playing the winner. Well, we will be playing the winner of the Baylor v. 5900 Walnut Grove team, uh, and that will be a big game over there. Uh, but this game tomorrow is huge. That's uh, not something we can dismiss, so we need all the support we can get. And then parents who watch, I encourage you all to come out, um, not only for a football game, but also for basketball next week. 
Uh, basketball is close to 20 home games this year. Wow. Yeah, so we've got we've got plenty of opportunities for y'all to uh, come out. And then maybe some more in the playoffs. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, so uh, thank you all for listening to another episode of Talking to You. As always, we'll be back next week. Thank you. Thank you.